Hello, you beautiful being of light. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. My name is Jessica Mazzo. Welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am here for you. I am here to hold space. I am here to reflect love. I am here to reflect your worth to you. I'm here to also offer tools and resources so that you can navigate life on earth. As we journey and harmonize together, inhale and exhale. Trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. friends. Hey, hey. No intro, nothing like that today. Just stopping by to share a little announcement that I have. I have half off my one-to-one sessions until November 15th. So use the code NOV2021 for half off at checkout. It's short for November 2021. But when you use this code at checkout, Like I said, you'll get half off my one-to-one sessions. So an hour is typically 200 bucks, but you'll get it at 100. And 30 minutes is typically 100, but you will get it at 50. So if you are interested, just use code NOV2021 at checkout, and I'll see you in a session. Okay, bye. Hey friends, how you doing? It's your girl, Jessica Mazzo, aka Jess the Empress. If you're listening to this on Monday morning, you're listening to it right after I recorded it, so happy Monday morning. Um, But I wanted to just share with you a little bit of my personal ritual that I've been doing around money lately. And I like the way that Money Mondays sounds, so I've incorporated really sitting down with my money on Mondays, particularly in the morning before I dedicate any time to work or anything else. I'm just hanging out with my money, but I wanted to tell you what that looks like and why I've been doing that. So the reason I've been doing this is because I want to have a better relationship with money. I think like a lot of people, money can be money is triggering for me. So yes, it can be very triggering for other people. Um, but I realized that I didn't have a good connection with money. Like it's been in my life, but I haven't been, I haven't really been seeing my money and playing with my money like I want to. And in some reflecting, I was like, okay, great, that's a good goal to have uh, to really. One, express more gratitude for what I do have, but then also be responsible for it in newer ways, in ways that feel, again, kind of triggering. But it's just because I've never done some of the things that I'm doing before. So of course, it's going to feel triggering. And then around play, um, yeah, I noticed that I get like a very serious tone around money, which I think is important. At the same time, I'm noticing that there can be more play and more 
pleasure and more excitement. And so I want to experience that. So that's what I'm working on. That's the whole reason that I'm taking the actions that I'm that I'm taking. Now the actual actions, I look over the money in all of my bank accounts. So I have different accounts for different things, some for business, some for work. I mean, um, some for business, some for personal life. And so I look over those and I'm just kind of hanging out with them, looking at the numbers. Now, I want to be clear that my head will sometimes be very loud in these places, but that's not a problem because I know what my brain is doing. It's trying to compare. Um, There's usually like some type of lack-based mentality coming through about how, you know, it's not enough or it should be more or whatever. And that's all headspace noise. So I don't let that run the show. I definitely acknowledge it when it's there. And I say thank you, you know, so much for those words. Um, However, this is what I have and this is what I'm working with. And this isn't the, this isn't a number for the rest of my life. This is the number that's here right now and that there's more on the way. And so there's a little bit of like brain training that's also happening as I'm engaging with just looking over the numbers in my bank account. And if you're here, if you're at that place as well, I want you to know that it's really normal. Um, society has conditioned us to want big numbers Society has conditioned us to look at numbers and make numbers a life or death situation. So, of course, the mind is going to latch on to that way and bring that right in front of your face when you're doing your own money work. And uh, again, I want you to just be able to take that step back and notice it. Notice that that is the analyzing mind, that is the conditioned mind. And that's it's not a problem. Like it wants you to be safe, it wants to know everything as well. Um, but realistically, there's more money that's on the way and money doesn't guarantee any of the things that we want in life. There's other things, other things we can do and other ways that we can receive. It's not just about finances. So being able to bring a little bit more evidence to the loud part of your mind is an important action when you are engaging with anything, I guess, like in this way, but particularly money. So the next I move into gratitude for my money. I just, I'm really grateful for it. Um, I love that I can spend it on groceries. I love that I can buy the things that I need outside of money. Like they're very simple things, but it doesn't matter. Again, like the mind wants us to latch on to this performative you know, I can't be grateful unless it's this thing when it's not true. Like if you can buy toilet paper, then that's something to be grateful for. If you can buy a, a nice like juice that you'd like, like an organic juice, great. Um, now the brain's going to tell you that because you don't have seven days worth of the juice cleanse in your fridge, then it's not good enough because it's not good enough. You probably shouldn't express gratitude for it. There's that kind of like thought uh, dance that goes on. And again, that's the analyzing mind. That's the ego mind. You can absolutely be grateful for whatever you want to be grateful for as long as you genuinely feel grateful. So for me, I, I like to look at things that I really am grateful for because it just allows me to deepen my connection to the feeling of gratitude. And that's really important for me because gratitude lives in my body. It doesn't just live in my mind as a thought. And so 
in my practice of gratitude, I really like to sink into it. And I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not finding big showy things. I am very grateful for what I have, like right in front of me. Um, and then in that feeling of gratitude, I also say like, and I'm so grateful for the money that has been coming and that will continue to come because that's been true for me. You know, the money that the money that's here, the money that has brought me to this point, I am grateful for. And I know that there's more money on the way, you know, um, that's been the case my entire life. Have there been times when I didn't have money? A hundred percent. Have there been times when I had to borrow and run credit? A hundred percent. But that didn't last forever. More money came. Things flushed out. There was abundance. It's all good. So a very open, fluid state is necessary for me in that gratitude space. And maybe that will uh, help you as well shift into that. So then I look at my total earnings from the previous week. And I get a nice juicy number, whatever that is. And I then move into adding a certain certain percentage to my savings accounts. Um, So like I said, I have a checking account. And then I have a business checking account. And then I have a savings account. And then a rainy day fund. So um, money goes to different places. And how I divvy that up in percentage, there's there's different ways to do it. Um, A lot of people say... I think it's like 50% of what you make is going into your checking account for your bills, major bills and things like that, 30% in one savings account, and then 10% in the emergency fund and 10% in the secondary, like emergency fund, rainy day fund. Um, Five, six, seven. Yeah, that's 100. (laughs) I had to do quick math. Um, But yeah, so... That's 100% of your income going into various accounts. My structure is similar. Um, So at this point, I am getting my savings account back up because I just pulled money out of it for a deposit. And over here in Mexico, you need a thing called a guarantor. Um, and it's somebody who kind of like says that they'll be on your lease in case things don't go well, they can get the money from that person. And I don't have anybody for that. So it's just, you pay like double deposit. So anyway, my money went towards rent and then double deposit. So I burned a little bit out of my savings account and now I'm working to get that back up. So that is the primary goal with my finances right now. Then the next thing I do after moving money into their accounts is I look at my upcoming bills and I set money aside. Uh, Something I haven't done yet but will be doing is getting a bank account um, here in Mexico. So that's cool. I'll be internationally. I'll be banking internationally. Um, I can't do that just yet because I don't have proof of residency because I just signed the lease. Um, but yes, what I'll be doing in that situation once that's a go is um, getting everything ready for their automatic debits as they come out during the week for various things. So that's super cool. And then I also reflect on my upcoming goals and I use the uh, energy practice of receiving money and being in a money flow state. So because I've been in a money flow state before, it is easier for me to shift into a money flow state now. However, it's not always simple. 
Um, again, because the, my mind can just be really, really loud. And there will be times where like it just happened because again, I said, I spent so much money on <laughs> rent and double deposit um, that when I was going into doing this and reflecting on upcoming goals, I was noticing a lot of resistance. And my mind was like, you just spent all this money, <clears throat> you know, like the, like receiving more money coming in, it felt very, it was like very triggering and very charged. Um, and so I really had to sit there for a few minutes and reflect on, well, I'm allowed to have goals and I'm allowed to have times when, um, you know, I accomplish those goals and they require quite a bit of my funds. And then I can feel how I feel about that. And I can also still have other goals that I'm going for. And I noticed that my mind was getting really wrapped up in like a, a timeline of being like, oh, because you spent this, like you shouldn't do this next, you know, like you should be spending your money in this way or saving for this thing. And, and I was just like, okay, like that's really interesting that you think that, <laughs> that, that that part of my brain wants to analyze like that way. Um, but again, I just kept dropping into my body and doing some deep breathing and just affirming that, you know, my goals are the ones that I get to set. It's not the ones that like my brain says I should set. Um, and even if I ultimately agree with the critical part of my mind <clears throat> that's analyzing the way that it is. It doesn't need to um, it doesn't need to be so emotionally charged. There can be a softer way. There can be an ex a more excited way, a more pleasurable way to connect with my money. So what I'm doing in this space again is really softening that um, trigger mentally, physically and emotionally because I am the one experiencing and that's my responsibility. So I'm now reflecting on upcoming goals and just saying, okay, like these are the ones I want to prioritize. This is how I can do it. And if a timeline does need to shift, then so be it. It's not that I'm not going to accomplish the goal. It's that life is what it is sometimes and we adjust things and that's not a big deal. Um, you know, I can feel like it's a big deal and I can caretake that. Um, but ultimately <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, so yeah, this is this is it. This is the end of the episode. Um, I don't spend too much time on any of these things. I think maybe I'm here doing all of this for about 30 minutes. Um, yeah, 30 to 45 minutes. And that is on, again, Monday morning. So today I'm going to be doing all of that after I hop off this recording, but I wanted to hopefully just inspire you and let you know that what you're making, the number, it doesn't matter. Like you can do this, whether you're making very little money or a lot of money and whatever you deem those things are is up to you. Um, but really it's the practice of being present with your money and building confidence with money, being confident with money management. I think that there's always something that we're going to be learning when it comes to money. The systems that we're in don't design it for us, especially as women, to be empowered by money, to learn about money. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in place that make it very hard to save. And when you're spending, if you're <laughs> if you're in a low socioeconomic status, and you know. Uh, the cost of milk is ridiculous around you and that happens in some places, it sucks. 
it really sucks. But if you can move 1% over, do it. You know, it's not about how much is how much it is at the end of the day. It's are you doing the things that are allowing you to be empowered with what you have? You know, because I think for me anyway, I can see in my in my life and I can see in my field that I pers- this if I continue to ignore this then it, then I'm creating a block because my the version of myself that is dealing with a lot of money is very empowered by the money that she's dealing with like she's sitting there with it she's going over it confidently she's excited to spend she's grateful for what's coming in she's grateful for um for what she has and like if I'm not doing that now, then why do I think I would be doing it later? You know? So again, this is, I feel like just stepping into embodying that money mindset, the money management confidence. And this takes away from the triggers and the state of disempowerment that I have been feeling, you know, up to the point of now, which is me changing it. So yeah, I really hope that this inspires you to just open up to the flow of money and to trust that, Um, It's okay to feel how you feel about money. Again, I just want to validate that the the systems that we're in don't don't really let us feel very empowered. Um, We're not taught how to feel empowered. So if you feel disempowered, that is not your fault. Um, But it is something you can change. And I I hope that this helps you along the way. So I'm sending you a lot of love. And yeah, I just want you to know that I really, really appreciate you. And I couldn't do this if you weren't here. So if you feel like this has inspired you or it has helped you gain a little bit of clarity and structure for what you can do with your money, send me a message. You can do that on Instagram, which is at Jesse Empress um, or TikTok, either one, both the same handle at Jess underscore the underscore Empress. And I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.